0: This episode of At The Bar is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm Jane Gretch and welcome to At The Bar, a podcast about running a dance studio. The highs, the lows and everything in between. As a dance studio owner, business coach, leadership expert, and the founder and author of Dance Step, a dance student teacher education program, my mission is to educate, encourage, and empower all I serve. Each week, I'll share a mixture of solo episodes and interviews, sharing ideas, hopefully making you smile, and reminding you that you are not alone. So, what are we waiting for? Join me at the bar. Today's episode is brought to you by my next group coaching workshop, which is held on September the 20th. It's a Tuesday as always at 12pm Australian Eastern Standard Time it's about recruiting your dream team. So we're going to be looking at how to find the team that's going to best support your vision and your mission and also make your life as easy as possible while serving your students. So I will be walking you through the exact steps that I take right down to the questions I ask, the, the different steps that I take to get someone to an interview stage or a trial stage, um, and all of the questions or emails that I send to them during that process. So it's basically a pick-up-and-play um, scenario for your recruitment which if you are in Australia, we are starting to think about our next season already. So once again, September Group Coaching Workshop will be held on Tuesday the 20th, 12pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you'd like to join us, head to at Dance Studio Success on Instagram and head to the bio to book. Welcome back to The Bar. So good to have you with me. Um, September has been a whole lot of solo episodes thus far, and I've got a couple more for you as well. And uh, then I'll be bringing back some more interviews, just mixing things up a little. Today, we're talking about recruitment and Gathering your dream team. I'll be talking about this at the end of the month in my group coaching workshop as well. Um, but to begin with, you know, I guess a little bit of a teaser, but also sharing uh, just some just some kind of basics to help get the conversation started today. If you're listening and you are in Australia or New Zealand, you're probably starting to think about your next season, um, considering it starts in February. If you're in the UK or the US, uh, the timing of this topic might not be quite as relevant to you. But of course, everything comes around again, doesn't it? And uh, quite often we facing the same challenge at the end of each season, and that is, who are we going to have teaching for us? Now, obviously, as the author and founder of Dance Step, it would be remiss of me not to mention that as a recruitment tool, it's great to be able to grow your team from within And although Dance Step is a dance student teacher education program, I know it offers a really solid foundation for many students to then go on after completing their time as a student teacher to then go on and take the responsibility of teaching some classes themselves. Of course, the best solutions are often not the most uh, quick or fastest solutions and that would be the case for Dance Step as well. Currently, it's a six-level program um, and it can take a number of years. And like I said, it's not meant to spit out a dance teacher at the end. It's meant to make a really good student teacher. Um, but the benefits of having a consistent um, pool of people coming up are amazing. I've had Dance Step in my studio since... Um, I don't even know now, I think 2010. And I've been able to really mentor and coach some of those um, students into great teachers. And yeah, it's a slow burn though. It's a slow burn. What about if you have a spot that needs filling now and you none of your student teachers are ready or maybe you don't have a student teacher program? Let me help you with that. <laughs> But you have a problem now, a space to fill now. That's what we're talking about today and recruiting dance teachers. So the first, I guess, reminder, it's not a to-do or a strategy. It's just a reminder, and that is to never act out of desperation. I have found the times that I have been desperate and just kind of hired the next thing that walked past, it has had flow-on effects. It might have damaged my team culture. It might have damaged my community culture. They might have, um, you know, by doing that damage, by challenging the culture and the way we do things, they may have caused conflicts between uh, me and them. They may have caused conflicts between a parent and them who, um, you know, might be thinking, oh, this is a little bit outside the norm of the kind of teacher that we have experienced here in the past. And so, yes, you might get that teacher in there and and think that that's a solution to your problem, but quite often it can just be the beginning of more problems. And look, it is really stressful having a gap In your timetable and no teacher for it you know you've got these classes um, quite often as the dance studio owner we find ourselves stepping in stepping in stepping in and then wondering why we don't have enough time to do our own work or and or we are so completely burnt out that all the joy and all the all of our why we became a dance teacher is being sapped away and i uh, been there too, got that trophy as well. Um, certainly I do and will step in to a class if if I need to while I'm finding a teacher, but I, I try not to make that my long-term solution to the problem. But yes, definitely the times I've acted out of desperation have bitten me on the bottom. Another little um I guess, comment worth making is about hiring hard and managing easy. So this really flows on to that which I've just said. Make it difficult for people to get a job for you. Get them to jump through a few hoops. And I know it sounds counterintuitive when you desperately want someone. And at the moment. There is a skills shortage, not just in our industry, but right across the board. And perhaps it feeds this scarcity mindset. You know, there's not enough. So we could just take what we can get. Um, and you might lower your standards and perhaps not put, put prospective teachers through the same kind of um, loopholes, that uh, not loopholes, but, you know, I guess pathways that you, you would have in the past Try not to fall into that trap um, because, again, it, it just goes back to that act of desperation and settling for less than you deserve and your students deserve. So hiring hard, what does that look like in in the studio setting? Well, for me in the past, it's it really is um, making them jump through a few, few hoops. I will talk to them on the phone before I will get them in face-to-face. Once I've had them in face-to-face, I will get them chatting to somebody else in my business as well because it's not just me that needs to work with this teacher. I'll get them in for a class and see how they interact with the students if throughout that process of, you know, speaking to them, getting them into class, there are red flags that start to pop up, don't ignore them. Um, Our brain is so good at convincing us to believe whatever it wants us to believe. And it's like, oh, yes, I see this, but that'll be okay because of this or "Mm," they perhaps their movement selection wasn't completely appropriate for that age of student. But that's all right. I can coach them. Um, Yeah, I mean, sometimes those things are true and definitely you can make the decision about how much you want to coach somebody, but you're not going to change people either. So this leads into my next point, which is about being unapologetic about what you're looking for and stay true and stand firm in your values. When I started to do this, the quality of my applicants increased because in any advertising material I put out, I really created a picture of what the studio looks like and how that might be different to another studio. And so there was an element of self-selection there as well. The people who couldn't see themselves in that environment because the values that I hold are different to those which they hold wouldn't bother applying. And so try and be quite specific and detailed and create a picture about your studio, because it will save you time. Yes, the number of applicants that you receive may decrease, but the quality and the alignment in terms of your your studio is going to increase, and of course, that's going to save you some time. In, in that, you're not going to be interviewing people that really, at the end of the day, can be through um, part A, part B, and then part C in the studio. And you realise, oh, actually, no, they're not. They're not aligned. We can't hope that people will get aligned, you know. So we can't just um, put out a, a generic. Advertisement for for a dance teacher, and then go. Mm, they're probably not quite right, but then hope that they're going to change who they are or they're going to change their values. They're not, and nor should they, um, within reason. <laughs> but you know, nor should they. They shouldn't change who they are to mold to you. And whenever you try and do that, you're going to really struggle. There's going to be conflicts and they're unnecessary. I am interested in creating as much peace in my days, my weeks, my years. And so I'm not, I'm not going to hire someone that is clearly not aligned with my culture. But not only that, I'm not even going to try and attract them. So they're my main points. Build from within where you can, but I acknowledge that it is a slow burn. Don't act out of desperation. Again, I know that desperate feels desperate, Um, but think creatively about maybe some short-term solutions. If you can't get a teacher straight away, maybe you can combine some classes. Maybe you might have to pause a class Sometimes that's going to be better than just getting, uh, just being desperate and, and throwing somebody in there that's not the right fit. Hire hard, make it hard for people to work for you. They have to go through a process um, so that when they do get the job, you know that you're going to be able to manage them a little easier than perhaps you just, you know, you just went to the local shopping center and said, Can you dance? Do you reckon you can teach? Come on over. So we want to make it a little bit tricky. Um, Be unapologetic about what you're looking for in terms of value alignment and don't try and hope that someone will change once you've given them the job. The other thing is to always just have your eyes and ears out, just like word of mouth for new customer acquisition is a really good method um, so is word of mouth in regards to finding new new team members so let your other team members know what you're looking for maybe they've got some friends that they'd like to refer or they work in a different network to you and they could pass on some details Um, i'm always got my eyes and ears open for you know different possibilities and even if you don't have a position um and somebody says oh i've got this this friend who's really great they work with me at a different school or something maybe get them in for a once off workshop um you know something special or just a once off class so there's no obligation there and you can check them out in that way and then when the time comes you've already got a little bit of a relationship with the person and you can say listen you know um a couple of months ago you came into the studio you did a really great workshop i loved what i saw as it turns out, I do have a position open at the moment that you might like to apply for. Um, would you be interested in hearing more? Because that way we're not just giving it over to them. We still want people to apply um, because there's a whole lot we don't know about them. You know, we've only seen that person in a one-hour workshop. So we want to, to perhaps dive a little deeper there. Um, but that's a really good way of just kind of, keeping keeping your pipeline full and and not leaving it to the last minute. Just one more thing. Now this is for dance teachers, not so much dance studio owners and I don't know how many dance teachers listen to this podcast because of course it is very much geared to the dance studio owner. But come January, end of December, January, early February, I see lots and lots of posts by dance teachers who are looking for work. And to me, they're all very similar. There's a headshot, often they're dancing um, headshot, and then they tell me all of the commercial work that they've done as a dancer, and then they tell me what styles they can teach. Here's a hot tip for you. If you are a dance teacher looking for work, think about some of which I've just said in this podcast, can I suggest that you talk about where your values sit, what kind of philosophy you have as a teacher, not only the genres that you can teach, but what's your favourite and why? And what impact do you want to make in a child's life while teaching them dance or a young adult's life whilst teaching them dance? As dance studio owners, that's the kind of thing that we're interested in. And I'd love to see a photo of you working with children rather than your professional dancer photo or headshot. So sell yourself, (laughs) Um, absolutely, but make it relevant to the context. Um, It's just something I see and I've never really wanted to comment on it till now, but now seems like a good time uh, since we're talking, you know, how we're gonna look, what we're looking for. Um, in dance teachers all right guys until next time thank you as always for your company at the bar I love having you with me And I love, um, you know, riffing like this. I'm looking forward to bringing back some more interviews in the coming weeks as well. So stay tuned for that. And just one final reminder that if you do want to know the different steps that I take in my recruitment process, as well as the scripts and questions that I ask, And then join me for the September group coaching workshop on Tuesday, the 20th of September. Head to my Instagram at Dance Studio Success. Go to the bio. You'll find the booking link there. And I'd love to have you join me live or you're welcome to um, view the recording on demand at any time afterwards. Until next time, I'll see you at the bar. Thanks for joining me at the bar. To find out more about past episodes or how I can help you grow your own leadership or train student teachers, head to dancestep.com.au. Great leaders create leaders, and I'm here to help you be and do both. And please remember to rate and review me on your podcast player of choice. See you next time at the bar.